Verses 1 through 11 is a wonderful scene. It serves as a reminder for us to enter into these benefits to shine internally to ourselves, outwardly to others, and upwardly to God. Now we're going to get back to the drawing board of doctrine. For those who are able, let's stand for the reading of Romans chapter 5, verses 12. Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 12. Wherefore, <clears throat> excuse me, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive, receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one 
Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so the righteousness of one, the free gift, came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. You may be seated. Now, Paul will use the term in these verses, by one or of one, ten times in the first eight verses, and then he summarizes the teaching in the final two verses. We will see the effects of sin by one man's choice, Adam, that imputed sin to all mankind. We will see the effects of righteousness. By one man, Jesus Christ, that imputed righteousness to all them that believe upon him. Thus the message will be entitled, One Man, One Sin, One Man, One Savior. Let's pray. Father, oh, I need you. I need you to preach this morning. Do this vessel. Now, as we begin this preaching at verse 12 of Romans chapter 5, I want to bring out two other word groups that are used in these 10 short verses. You know, when Paul speaks, sometimes he, he goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it, it, it gets kind of crazy for the, for the mind uh, to, to catch on. So what I want to do is help bring this into some, some clarity here. I'm gonna, I've got a PowerPoint that I'm going to show you that I think may help you as well. But one of these word groupings are the words of increase. Those words are, and I want you to we'll be reading through this, these verses again, the words are many, much more, abound, abounded in abundance. These words are used 11 times in five verses. The other word grouping are conjunctions in nature. They tie one thought to another. Those word or phrases are and so, so also, so is, even so. But, who is, which is, that was, not as, as by, that as, for if, and shall. Those words are used in every verse. You're looking at one section talking about Adam. One section you're talking about Christ. You're seeing the conjunction between the two, and I hope we'll see uh, a lot of uh, how Paul logically uh, preaches through this. Beginning in verse 12, wherefore is by one man sin. One man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death 
passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Now, you can put Adam's name in there. You can put your name in there. It wasn't Adam. and He messed it up for us all. We could have been in there as well. This is what man was. Man is um, deceitful. They're wicked. There's no, nothing good in us of ourselves. It says, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. It's interesting, and this is where I'm trying to help you see, in the dispensations, there was no law back there, okay? But still, death reigned upon them. It's interesting. When Cain killed Abel, that God actually put a mark on him. For the rest. And then it says in Genesis 4.23, And Laman said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Laman, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my heart. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech, seventy and sevenfold. Sin was not imputed to them. Death reigned and they were wrong. But here Cain is saying, if, or, or Lamech saying, if, if Cain got away with it, here's something I did that seems to be justified. Where he had a reason to go after somebody. But he says, if Cain shall be avenged sevenfold. Lamech 70 and 7. Well, that's kind of an interesting word, 7 and 70. I think the Lord used those words in, in the New Testament about forgiving. How often we should forgive one another. But I'll let you think on that later. But how bad sin is. Folks, if there's nothing else you get out of this message, you better realize how bad sin is. One sin this world into what it is and what we live in. And let me just put it to you this way. For the troubles Katie and Andy's having in pregnancy, they're sick at home. For the troubles you have on the house, for the aches and pains you have while you're building, every bad thing in this world has one common Somebody dies, a loved one, sin brought forth that. Sin it causes the whole mess. So when you're tempted to sin, we've already got enough. We don't, we don't have to, to sin to bring things upon us. We have things that are just because of sin that are upon us, that we have nothing necessarily to do with. Why would you want to sin? Sin is horrible. Until you realize that, you're going to struggle. You know, my mom taught me something. And actually, the world kind of used the phrase, just say no. And that was Whether I believe I learned, just say no. If 
we realize what sin is and how bad it is, we should just say no to it. There's no benefit besides some temporal pleasure is the word of God. Verse 14, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, talking about before the law, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him that was to come? Talking about Jesus Christ. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abounded to death. Now we have the introduction of Jesus Christ. As bad as sin is, how much greater Jesus Christ. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses of the justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace, of the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, Judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men to the justification of life. Whereas by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ. Now I want to use a PowerPoint presentation to help you see this hopefully a little bit clearer. Romans chapter 5, verses 11 through 21. We have one man, one sin, the first Adam. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he, him, male, and female, created he, them. And I've added some things into this, into some of other Paul's uh, teachings and other scriptures. There was the original earth, heaven, and the Garden of Eden. We've got the verses there. God created the heaven and the earth. He planted a garden in Eden. And things were very good. Okay? Interesting the word very good. God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. The evening and the morning were the sixth day. And then there was, in there, the choice to sin, there was a commandment, one commandment given, and the Lord God commanded 
the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die you see a choosing to transgress against God's law and the woman saw that the tree was good for food as pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and also gave and gave also unto her husband and with her and he did so Adam sinned and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons we're going to see a degradation here. All born spiritually dead after that. Every man that is born after Adam and Eve are born spiritually dead. They have absolutely no connection with God. When they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden, their, their relationship was affected. Now, with us, when we're born, we totally don't know God at all. We're born spiritually dead. It brought a curse in conflict. I won't read all these verses, but you know how the curse came, and he went to uh, Satan, he went to the woman, he went to the man, and all the things that happened there. And it brought condemnation. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men unto condemnation. This is what sin has done. It brought forth defilement to mankind. God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. This is what happened when God said, okay, here, here's, the, here's the time period. Um, first, you, you had the, in the Garden of Eden, there was a tofree, and, 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 and you know what perfectness was, and still, still sin. And then after that, man is left to himself, and what do they do? Before the flood, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually, and it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Man just continued to sin. He gave him years, and it just kept getting worse worse, a total failure. There's nothing in man that is able to <coughs> redeem himself. With no hope or falsehood and limited to self in circumstances. It is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. There's none that understandeth. There's none that seeketh after God. In those days, there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Body dies because it is appointed unto men once to die. But after this, the judgment. Soul and mortal body in hell. In Luke, we get a glimpse of this in Luke 16, beginning verse 23. And in hell, he lifts up his eyes, the rich man being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, <coughs> and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. The feeling, the pain, the body, the things we feel continue 
for the lost man is known. He's called in the judgment before God. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. The books were open. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were, were in it. And the death and hell were delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to their works, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And as they appear, every knee shall bow, and there will be a confession of guilt. But it will be too late. Isaiah 45, 23 says, I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth, and righteousness and shall not return. And unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. Romans 14, 1, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. There's nothing good enough. And cast into the lake fire and torment. And death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire forever. Ever. Ever. And that's the natural thing that happens. Now I want to show you on the other side. I believe this is what Paul is trying to show us. How bad this is, how great and greater this is. One man, one savior. The last Adam. Sometimes you hear the second Adam, he's the last Adam. There's not going to be a first. Sometimes it's moved on about the second Adam, but he's the last Adam. First Corinthians 15, 45, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made There'll be a new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God, out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. There's no sin coming. God's not a, a father. We have. He's tearing it down. It's getting thrown away. There's no use. There's no value in anything that is stained with sin. It'll all be gone, including this earth and heaven. It's all been tainted by sin. But it'll be perfect up there. Listen to this. And there shall be no wise enter into anything that defileth, neither whatsoever works of abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book. A little different than before. Maybe I'll comment on that a little bit later here. There's no choice, no commandment. Genesis 3.22, and I say this because of this tree here. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. That was wrong way. 
state would be forever sealed in that state. But in Revelation, we see that we have to see that happen here. Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches to him that overcometh. Will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God? We will have, we'll be able to eat of that tree of life and live. means there's no more opportunity. Christ chose obedience, for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, by, so by the obedience of one, Jesus Christ, shall many be made righteous. Jesus saves, for the Son of God came to seek and to save that which was lost. To be spiritually born again, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. He brought peace and blessing. Acts 10, 36, the word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. Provided justification, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one the condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Therefore, if by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came unto all men to justification of the one. Brought sanctification, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. There is a sanctification, a complete sanctification, where we talk, talk about being saved or righteous before God, but there's also the continuing sanctification of us growing toward the likeness of Christ. He brought faith and assured hope, and now by his faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Three, to fulfill your creative purpose, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. The body dies for rapture. Hey, there was a couple here. Enoch and Elijah, they were taken up. We may be taken up one day as well, or we may not. The soul goes to heaven, <clears throat> the body to be transformed. We are confident, I say, willing rather to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. Dead in Christ shall rise first. We're justified before God, and our works are going to be separated. Every man's work shall be manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work, if so it is. There's no, none of our garbage work is going to stand. It's going to burn up, set aside. Only the things done in him. Lord, if any man works abide, which he shall build thereby, he shall receive a reward. 
If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. We will dwell with God in perfectness, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are past. Forever. That's a good thing. That's the superpower. So, we use those words many, much more, abound, abounded, abundance. I want you to compare each of these line items. The original earth, heaven, the garden of Eden, which will be destroyed. There's going to be a heaven, a new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. It's going to be better than even the original. It was very good what he done. It's going to be perfect. The choice to sin and one commandment there'll be no choice and be no commandment. You will live forever. Sinless. I don't, I don't even know how to explain that. My mind can't even fathom how that is because of how, because we know our sin. How can how can that ever happen? But it will. Choosing to transgress. Christ chose obedience. Adam sinned, Jesus saved. All born spiritually dead, to be spiritually born again. Brought a curse and conflict, but brought peace and blessing. Brought condemnation, provided justification. Brought forth defilement to mankind, brought sanctification to mankind. With a hope or a false hope to bring faith and assured hope, limited to self and circumstances free to fulfill your creator's purpose. The body dies, the body dies, but through the rapture, everything is better. Soul and mortal body in hell, soul to heaven, body to be transformed. One day this body. He must, this man must become immortal and his body will be transformed. Called into judgment before God. Think about that. Justified before God. No. And our works separated. The knee shall bow confession of guilt. The flesh of the works will be burned, but spiritual works rewarded. Cast into the lake of fire and torment to dwell, turning to dwell with God in perfectness. And this is the same. Whatever state you're in, forever and ever. That's one of the same. Have you trained the natural to the supernatural? I believe this is. God is that what Paul is trying to show is these things and how much greater these things are. And they they kind of they balance each other out. But I drew a line because there's a last chance. But I also want to put up in here, you know, it's God's work. It's God's Holy Spirit. 
It's God's time. It's God's place. It's God's way through preaching, God's instrument through his witnesses, those who are saved, and the truth. And it only comes by It's God's. It's all of God. Everything is all of God. None of us. We get ourselves out of place. talk a little bit about this. You know, what we have in these 10 verses of Romans 5, 12 through 21 are what could be called or described as Newton's third law of motion. Just follow me. I won't get too deep. It's pretty simple. Which states that for every action or force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. If you think of a bat and a ball, the ball meets the bat, and the ball flies. If object A exerts a force on object B, object B also exerts an equal and opposite force on object A. In other words, forces result from interactions. May I add, when the opposing forces collide, that ball and that bat, something greater can come from it. If you, you've played softball or baseball, we call that a home run. Dinger, a homer, a tater, a goner, a bomb, a shot, a yard, a long ball, a jack, a drive, kiss it goodbye, grand salami, an oppo taco, whatever it is. That's not all the terms that are used for what happens. But I want to go into a story to make you think about. We know the story of the mighty Casey at that. Let's call him the first Adam, representing the best man could offer up or played up against, or I would call the most widely pictured man of his day. We know the conclusion of the story. The mighty Casey, also known as Adam, strikes out. I looked up the question, why did Casey strike out? Here was what I found as a conclusion. He ignored the first two pitches. He was angry, and he played to the crowd. I would conclude it on this. The first Adam failed. He struck out on three pitches. The only three pitches the devil has, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. But we have someone a pinch hitter who can stand at the plate for us. One who is greater than all. One named the last batter, Jesus by name, also known as the last batter. But will we step away from the plate? Will we humble ourselves to the fact that we are unable to stand on our Go sit on the bench of humility and call Christ. To see Christ hit the home run that wins the game. 
We all want to get up there and we want to see someone run us over. We want to have the glory. The thing is, we can't. Sin has made us truly incapable and able to win only through Christ. But are we willing to let him have the battle, give the strength, to give him the glory? Great things he hath done, so loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life in atonement for sin and opened the life for all men to win. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord that the earth hears Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. They come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory. Great things he hath done. With heads bowed and eyes closed, hands come to play. In this short ten verses, what is packed in it in Romans chapter 5, 12 through 21, you see the man you see the failure the total depravity of man what we call unable can't even hear God we don't seek after but God we see one man Lord Jesus Christ the last one who came to save us who gave his life on the cross and died for us who sent his spirit into the world to draw us unto him that we might trust him. As bad as sin is, how much greater God is than we recognize. So, what is your position today? Are you born again? Are you trusting Christ? Are you on that left side, do you replace the cross? Or are you on the right side? Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? If you have, you need to set aside the sin which so easily besets you. He is worthy. He is all worthy. Christ that is greater than all your sin. He is greater. this morning. May the Lord spoke to your heart in some way, some form. Whatever your need is. Man, if we could get a hold of how bad sin is. I start thinking every time I hear something bad, I say, sick. We're going to hate it. We're going to bring it on ourselves. So look at how bad things happen to him by all the grace So you're coming back. I like the thought of us sitting down off the plate. 
baby Jesus is healthy, will save us all. It's him. Father, thank you for your words, Lord. I pray that uh, work, uh, work in our heart tonight, Lord. Bless uh, the time we have together this afternoon. We ask that you be with us. We all dismiss and do that. Lord.